Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to. Wait, are you starting the intro? No, I think it was me. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can go to. Yeah. Welcome to. Do you, you understand, understand the words coming, that are coming, coming out, out of, of our, our mouths? mouths? That's a podcast where we determine the strength of the bond between black folks and Asian folks through food. Still says cinema in this copy here. What do we think about that? Um, of <laughs> this the is four, more cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Of the four movies we watched, I think this is cinema. The um, most cinema. With. Ash with like quotation marks around. I I remove I reject your oh, scare okay. quotes. Okay, relative to the what we've yeah talked about. Par- yeah co- anyway, compared to the other first. Yes, my name is Andrew T. I'm Cody Ziegler, and we are here with our very excited guest Jessica Gao. Man, based on that intro, I think it's safe to say black folks and Asian folks are not in sync. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we didn't we didn't need this smoke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> say listeners can't see that Gao is in a uh, Garfield onesie costume so we're getting yeah. smoke oh not a Monday of all places it's <laughs> Actually, <a> Tuesday. Halloween <laughs> this is all getting cut <laughs> we're not talking about what day it is um, Jessica thank you for uh, we are also if it sounds at all different uh, we are recording in uh, Jessica's uh, palace because yeah. she would not uh, <laughs> leave the house to do a podcast yeah, man. Why would I? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> to talk to you about Romeo Must Die? You're coming to me. <laughs> You're not knocking down our doors and talking about this? <laughs> I find that very shocking. Um, and normally, we're breaking structure already because because of the... Um, normally, we have already at least sort of eaten the dish in question, but mm-hmm. because of travel time and we'll just call it general Andrew incompetence colon expected <laughs> amount... Uh, the the dish is late as fuck. Well, I mean, you're you're doing great, Andrew. You cook every single dish uh, that we've done so far, but also I think you make the most complicated dish as far as like prep time and actual cook time. Ah, uh, them them catfish summer rolls were real pain. Really? Yeah. Really? Okay. I'll take I take my uh, back. no. But this is so today. Um, we're gonna we're I guess we're gonna have to do a live reveal on air of kimchi spam mac and cheese. 
Jessica's looking at me like I. <laughs> I'm just. I'm very skeptical. That's funny. I don't see that you're drooling like we expected you to. You're not floating over the window still to that, get a taste that, that pie. That feels like one one ingredient too many. Which ingredient is the one that's putting you over the edge? Spam. 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 It was yeah. the cheese. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that kimchi may have pushed you. Over no, the edge. I feel oh. like kimchi mac and cheese would probably be pretty good. It's mm. the and yeah, well, I'm not a big spam person, but I think spam mac and cheese would probably be good too. But mm. throw all three together, that's mm. gilding the lily. Well, this is the perfect movie. <laughs> yeah, to do that this, for. Is, <laughs> this is the lily could not be more gilded. And and I went with a um uh, a recipe that was like not a roux base; it was evaporated milk based, uh, which oh. also listen. I say I did suggest a a, a row. Yeah, I know. But you know, this, this, I just, I just, I amalgamated some recipes, and it seemed like. Uh, oh, you're not, you're not on trial here. So it's good. Yes, you are. Yeah, no. <laughs> Answer we're the question, Mister T. <laughs> it's people were just so enthusiastic about mascarpone and evaporated milk. Mascarpone. What is yeah. that? It's a soft Italian cheese that's uh. very that you. I mean, you use it for like tiramisu. You usually uh. use it for desserts. Yeah. So the cheeses are we got. Uh, I mean, the dairy is whole milk, evaporated milk. Mascarpone, uh, like a Costco block of sharp cheddar, <laughs> um, a Vaughn's grocery store block of Colby and a pepper, or not pepper jack, but a, what's the jack that's like the Mon- Monterey? Monterey, Monterey jack? jack? Yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck. Um, uh, no, no Velveeta. No Velveeta either. <laughs> Solid judgment from Jessica over here. <laughs> it's really like jazz. It's the notes you don't say this that is... really that really weigh you down. <laughs> and then for the since since you know everyone, we're I texted uh, uh, Matt and Zig this morning saying I'm going to try to make this so this podcast doesn't kill us. So we're using a whole grain pasta, <laughs> which might also be a mistake. But I think it's, it might be a flavor mistake, but it's not going to be a heart mistake. Yeah, that's all you can ask for. Um, and some um, uh, oh, sodium. Oh yeah, turkey spam. Turkey spam. There you go. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. I just with every detail, I get less excited. I have faith that it's gonna <laughs> go so hard, Andrew. It's I believe in you. Pretty good in my car. I feel like. M- I, I hope you think so because ha- it seemed like half of it ended up in your car. Well, let's not. Let's <laughs> not worry about all that. Andrew blew into my house like a hurricane of chaos, <laughs> and then and immediately was like, uh, "Shove the shove the mac and cheese in my oven that mm. I had preheated for him," and then screamed, "I need a ton of paper towels!" <laughs> and then ran outside again. Yeah. And also, I had a, when he when he was putting the mac and cheese into my oven, yeah, I could get a see, glimpse of. I saw him having to slosh it back into place uh, because it clearly spilled out. Uh, not no actual mac though. It's just a little of the 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 liquid, which is probably on the balance good. Okay, so we're gonna do a live reveal. Uh, I mean, there will be edits here, so this might not. Yeah, well, we don't need to give a time code for how much, no, <laughs> how much no. time there is left in the in the cheese, mac and cheese. So what we're gonna break format a little bit and just go right into um, our fourth uh, movie, our first non rush hour movie. Yes, because but, when we pitched this uh, series, we thought there were erroneously four. I think yeah, we simply movies. were not aware that there were only three rush hour. And then movies. I and then I realized that's because there were four 
Lethal Weapon movies. Oh, and I'm mistaken. Well, and also they did announce a fourth Rush Hour movie, but I apparently it just never got made. Yeah, yeah. So you know, look if if you're loving this. Tell tell the the higher ups at Earwolves because maybe we'll try to find a, a script yeah, for tell Rush them Hour to 4. get Rush Hour Four into production <laughs> and do a live live for, yeah or or we could just do the the ill fated television show one yeah. episode at a time we're not doing any of that okay um so uh we figured that the next uh most prominent movie in the wave of late nineties into mid two thousands. Isn't it crazy that a black person and an Asian person can be the leads of a movie? Mm-hmm. Canon are Romeo Must Die. Yes, is that Concur. accurate? Now, Jessica, um, we also had an off my conversation because Romeo Must Die for a certain stripe of we'll call them the worst Asian men alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fixate on Romeo Must Die more than anything. Yes, uh, because famously, spoiler alert, yeah. uh, uh, Jet Li and Aaliyah do not kiss in the movie, even though they are love interests. Sort of. Yes. And it's I mean, it's just pretty wild for love interests in any studio movie to not not kiss at all. Mm-hmm. I think I wonder I heard they had to reshoot do reshoots because they did kiss in the first test screenings and audiences were like, I don't like this. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Of, is they, that true? Uh, certainly according to uh, MR Asians. Oh. <laughs> you guys keep talking. I'm going to look this up before I slander the producers of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is striking, but the only thought that I had was that Aaliyah is like a child in this movie. Not that I guess it ever stops them in this movie, but like. Yeah. How she is, old were they? She's she when she died, she was 22. So she had to be. I guess 22 or 21. Wait, she was only 22? I think so. I believe so. I thought she was like 25 or something. Well, then, okay, Zig, you keep talking. Yeah, I mean. Well, well I look keep, up something separate from both a, what, the Andrew. host, The other co-host and the guest are currently on the phone, so I'm just going to vamp. Romeo must die. Look, I mean, I mean look, I, I I believe she was 22 when, when she died, which is still kind of crazy because just such a it's great so body. It's wild. Okay. All right, this is not conclusive. I'm realizing, I just repeated a thing that I'm realizing uh, mm-hmm. it, all the posts I could find about it are from angry incel Asian well, guys. All coming from inside the house, so, isn't it? P- well, it, it is and it isn't because whether or not there were reshoots, the movie very pointedly has them not kiss. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. That it's cray cray. Yeah, yeah. Damn, you're right. She was 22 and she died the year after the movie came out. So the movie came out when she was 21. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Now I got to look up Jet Li and how old he was. <laughs> and we're n- no one's going to be happy about the answer. This is if the, you yeah. told me like... F- 45 when he made this movie? I'd believe it. There's no good answer. Oh, no. How old is he to he this was, question? He's, he's 16 years older than her. Oh, yeah. See, a little... That's obviously not cool, but <laughs> way less bad than I thought. <laughs> what did you think? I thought he was, like, at least in his 40s. I thought he was at least 20 years older. Oh, well, you know what? Maybe the MR Asians are right about you, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> What that I'm a I'm a because he looked in his prime to me a proud strong Asian woman. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> All right, so the the we'll just run down in case anyone hasn't seen Romeo Must Die, uh, which I feel like as a, the listeners, I don't know. I this one is definitely definitely less popular. Yeah, I think I've only I think I literally only seen it once before when it first came out. Yeah, but I feel like everyone knew at least clips from it because I feel like you would see. 
uh, fight scenes from this online. Yeah, pretty. The, pretty, the pretty fights were better than I thought they would be. Yeah, they were they were fun. Um, There's yeah a lot of wire work, like wire work <laughs> in ways that don't make any sense. Yeah, a lot of cartoonish wire work where they like they kick and then they'll like flip back around yeah. and kick again. Which yeah, so gently. Yeah, this is a movie that is fairly grounded uh except for gently appears to be like some kind of like magician it, of some it kind is, it's grounded except for when it does turn into a video game where they do like the x-ray yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. and also actually- i do love that that was like a thing but they only did it like three times yeah. I, I was so convinced that oh this is like a throwaway thing that they're gonna do once and then they brought it back what a bizarre two separate times. Okay. oh no the way they did it i was like oh this is like this is like his robocop vision and we're gonna see this every single time oh, he comes yeah. up against somebody yeah. you know it's like it's like the equal <laughs> you know where you see his vision and then they were like no we'll do it twice up top and then when we remember that we were we started this we'll do it once we'll save it yeah jessica gestured at me when she said the equalizer and i could only assume she meant you know like old man vision like (laughs) no it's because uh the last time we recorded a podcast together you said i was the equalizer oh i forgot about that and we're sitting in the same seats too i can't believe that okay this is how old andrew is that he doesn't even remember all right Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece with nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Live and learn. Life's a lesson. Life is a lesson. And I'm the teacher. First I'm gonna crawl, then I'm gonna walk. Then I'm gonna stand, then I'm gonna talk. But I gotta learn in order to teach. And I gotta burn in order to reach my neck. Yo, I see what I see day by day. So we open on a DMX song, uh, already much better music than any of the Rush Hour movies. We're, I'm just going to call this Rush Hour 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie's Rush Hour 4. <laughs> this is going to get real confusing when you have to go back and, and do, do Rush Hour yeah. 4 when it finally comes out. <laughs> we should be so lucky. Okay. Uh, we open on uh, some Asian people at the club. We get a re- insane gratuitous boob just to remind you this movie's rated oh my R. God, I forgot about that nipple within the first 60 seconds of this movie. Was, as it was happening, I was like, I don't think they're just going to start out with the, with the boob and they go right yeah. to it. Yeah, and then there's no other nudity for the rest of the movie. Nothing. Yeah. That has to be like for some producers, like, we need to have some sex in here. But it's not even like, I think the movie would not... I. I'm gonna wait. I just assumed it was rated R. It's got to be rated well, R, also, right? It was very weird because, like, yeah, the way R. the way it opens, it's like you see this entire club of black people, mm-hmm. black club goers, who are all like 
have stopped dancing and are staring yeah, at what's yeah. happening. And then when they show you what's happening, you're like, well, there's like a, like a kind of gross Asian guy with like his girlfriend who are like making out. And you're like, I guess, yeah, I yeah. guess it's gross it's to them that yeah, Asian yeah. people are making out, yeah. I, you know? And then, and then you see the two girls and then there's full boob and you're like, Oh Lord. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like pretty reasonable that the club is staring at this woman who just briefly pulled another woman's one boob out but to be fair it did they did try to make it seem they did try to make it seem like this is like a hot happening young person's club and i can't imagine like two women making out and one showing a boob is gonna like stop the entire club in its tracks yeah i was a little put off that they were clutching their pearls over what i'd assumed most people would want to see which is like hot ladies in the club dancing in that demographic yeah also um this is just a note for myself as a former bouncer um the bouncer that they have in this is so, um, to me, comically short. Like he's, <laughs> he comes in so hot and he's also so much shorter than the guy that's actually bouncing out of the bar. And I'm like, they couldn't find one. Actually, he has like a lisp. Like he couldn't find one. Oh yeah, the <laughs> lisp was so crazy. <laughs> was such a what bus- were they trying to do? It was food update. Mac and cheese needs a little more time. Sorry. Okay. I've been listening. Um, <laughs> bouncer so talk. It, all of it was so con- wildly confusing. Okay. Well, first of all, I would like to just take a moment to describe my viewing of this movie because yes. unfortunately, I my apologies to the Asian community. I did not watch this movie when it first came out in theaters. Wow. Um, I know. I know. I'm part of the problem. I think you know someone. Look, the movie did just fine. I just looked up its box office. The movie had a budget of $25 million and it made $91 million yep. solidly in the black. Pun intended. Um, <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> In the African American, please just uh, um. <laughs> solidly in the African American. Um, and uh, so this weekend, I was uh, on a fun girls' weekend away with a group of women that I hang out with, and we call ourselves the Soft Girls. You don't need oh, to know you're about plugging that. Your you're plugging your group. You guys don't need to know about plugging that. Your social group. <laughs> but it is a group that is majority black women. Okay, and yeah. and oh, everybody yes. is very funny. A lot of professional comedy people in the group. Okay. <gasps> Um, and, uh, so we hung out in the desert, um, and we were like, what should we, let's watch all, let's, after, after drinking and imbibing various things, we were like, let's watch a movie. So I said, well, I have to watch Romeo Must Die. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. So everybody agreed. And we started the movie at 11 PM thinking no one's going to stay up for like thinking we're going to watch half of it and I'll, I'll have to finish the rest by myself. We stayed for the entire movie. Every single person stayed up and watched it. Mm -hmm. And it it was very fun watching it with a group. But there has there's a lot of discussion that I will now pepper into the conversation. This is great. This is great that you have you got a little writer's room together (laughs) to do your podcast. But uh, but (laughs) with the first three minutes of this movie were, were so wildly confusing to every single person. It makes like, no sense. Yeah, nobody knew what was going on, why everybody was upset, why they chose to have a bouncer with a li- with such a pronounced <laughs> yeah. list. Yeah. But also, everything the bouncer was saying made zero sense. His dialogue, it's crazy. It's such a yeah. long walk for Amazing Grace so they get lost. Like, that's Yeah, so, it made he, no yeah, sense. He comes up and threatens the, the four Asian people and he uses a slur. I was like, I know this is a slur I've heard before, but I had like, was like, I think they didn't make this up for this I do movie. Have a note that says never heard that slur. Yeah, which is <laughs> okay. So same thing happened with my group of girls. Yeah, like none of them because I was I was the only East Asian. I'll, I'll say the Z word. 
Yeah. It was Zipperhead. Yes. And so none of them had heard it because they were like, is that a slur? And I, I, I'd heard it before. I'd heard it, but I couldn't yeah, remember but, anything But I knew that it. it was, um, I knew it came from the Vietnam War and mm. I thought that it had originated um, from something with like body bags, how you like zip it up, blah, 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 because oh, they killed so many Vietnamese or something. Sure. But I, but I, so then later I was like, or by later, I mean, literally 10 minutes ago when before oh, we started okay. recording, <laughs> I was like, oh, I should look up if I was right or not. Um, but there's just so many different interpretations of the origins. Like some were saying it's from like the American soldiers practice of decapitating Vietnamese people oh, wow. and then using zippers from their uniform to like hold up the heads or something oh, like Jesus that. Boy. And like my thought was, I mean, I, I didn't look any information to it. I just assumed like I thought maybe because maybe somebody has like a middle part and it looked like a zipper. Like I was trying. <laughs> oh, I was, a middle, you know, those, those Vietnamese was, in their middle parts. Well, I was, That's I was true. Trying to be so much more wholesome than like. <laughs> It's that. from shooting someone in the head, and it looks like a zipper. I did yeah. think maybe it was from the um, the braids, the cues that the men, the Chinese men, were forced to have. But this is from the Vietnam War. I know. I'm just that's uh, prior to knowing that. That's what yeah. I thought. Maybe. Um, well, anyway, so that's the. It's it's kind of an old timey. Um, I mean, clearly slur. they had meetings about like what yeah. kind of slur. Yeah. Because well, like, no, this is what I think. It may shock everyone in this room and all of your listeners that this movie was made by exclusively by white men. Okay, <laughs> directed by a white man, written by two white men. Big shock. I'll give you a second to process yeah. that. I just, but I said th- that's why I'm. I would bet money the first draft said chink, and then there was a. A like a, a negotiation on where based they on the age of the men. I bet it said gook. Oh sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. something like yeah that everyone knows. And they're like, what's gook light? Yeah, <laughs> Z head. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> Zipper head. Um, um. Okay, so they get threatened by the bouncer, and then a bunch of triads come in. Um. Uh, the including first- Russell Wong, who was the 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 thirst trap heartthrob from Joy Luck Club. All the girls um, <laughs> were were very taken by. Is he him. the guy that looked like he was in the Matrix? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a very handsome man. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, um, yeah. The, this um, just to uh, get the common thread between the movie, the Rush Hour series, and uh, Romeo Must Die, mm-hmm. which is uh, both '90s suits, crazy fits, yes, crazy yeah, fits, yeah, yeah. just like the craziest fit, but yeah. also like the villains being so telegraphed ahead of time. Yeah. Because every villain just shops at the same store that Morpheus shops at. <laughs> Little teeny tiny round glasses, yeah, yeah. long ass like leather trench coat. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, hi, I'm the good guy. <laughs> I will say my favorite telegraphed bad guy was the uh, evil white guy, the evil business white man. <laughs> yeah. Even, oh, yeah. <laughs> we even talked like he's in a sketch, sketch, <laughs> a sketch show. Um, there was okay. So uh, there's a bunch of the bunch of kung fu, a little bit of wire work. Um, uh, the guy blo- he blocks a bottle with his forearm. Yeah, I wrote that down. We got to move at a quicker pace because we have not even gotten past the cold open yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Guns get drawn. DMX calms things down with a machine gun, as just happens in real life. Uh, apparently, DMX keeps a segregated bar. Uh, we learned there's a gang war. Because uh, there's a bit, sorry, Jessica looked at me with one. There's a bit where he was like, if anyone isn't black, you got to leave. Yeah, he did say that. I was like, this doesn't sound like a black guy wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they care. That, that didn't happen in the late 90s at every club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, we do learn why everyone's so mystified that um, there are Asian people in the uh, bar, sort of, because there's mention of a gang war, but then it's not really a yeah, gang war. Yeah, but also it takes place in Oakland, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, there are Asian people at the Black Club. Yeah. 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 And also, like, the main, like, black leader and the main Asian leader do business together. Like, cause the next scene is we see them like yeah. confirming their continuing, not even a new, like yeah. their continuing business, like relationships. Also continuing a uh, through line between rush hour three and this, um, Mr. Seeing was master you in rush hour three. <laughs> <laughs> There's not that many roles for, yeah, well, for he, Asian people. You know, in that, I, in I stood, that. I was like, Oh, he did it. He did very yeah, racist. Yeah. Who's on the like, first bit. In uh, um, do we at this point we basically there's a little oh the and then you know uh cut to um the the uh triad kid from the bar getting hung from like it's not a triad he's like whatever the san francisco organized crime triad ish chinese gang people um he he's he's dead uh and then you know there's a, a, a the whole gangland we see them learning about this and then we go to a hong kong prison uh where once again white director jumps out and the Amount of rice that they get is crazy, right? Well, there, oh yeah, there's a rice fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they give a, him, they give him such a, they they gave him so much rice. I was like, man, I kind of want that. Oh, yeah, all the girls were like, that fried rice looks really good. <laughs> yeah. I would not mind going the to prison, Hong Kong prison. The Hong Kong <laughs> prison food looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks so fresh too. Yeah, it looked really good. Yeah, um, and also a mix of Mandarin and Cantonese. Yeah, I was gonna say that the the amount of Mandarin. I guess Jet Li just doesn't speak Cantonese. That's surprising to me. It's surprising to me too, but why wouldn't he speak Cantonese? Like Yeah, that's true. It's just like it's so bizarre. Yeah, they they do an even crazier job than Rush Hour as far as just speaking Chinese at each other. Wait, so it was like so it was like Chinese this person speaking Mandarin, this person speak Cantonese. Wait, doesn't he speak Cantonese when he's leaving the jail with the other guard? Doesn't he speak no, Cantonese? No, he's speaking Mandarin. Okay. That that scene is crazy. Yeah. Cuz it's like like in real life that guard is like you don't work here. Yeah, well, yeah, because like because this movie came out three years after the handover of Hong Kong. So Hong Kong was under British rule for 101 years. And in 1997, the whatever that weird fucked up agreement was ended and they had to hand Hong Kong back to yeah. China, which means that for 101 years, people in Hong Kong didn't have to learn Mandarin because that yep. was like mainland shit. Yep. They spoke British English and, and Cantonese. Yep. And so there's no way... Three years later, some dude who like is from Hong Kong would only speak Mandarin. Yeah, well, and works as a prison guard. Also, there was a lot of. I mean, like this probably happens in Hong Kong a little more than the rest of China. There's a lot, lot of mixed people working at that prison. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, I just think there's probably not as much white whiteness in the prison system mm. in in actual Hong Kong. Oh, you mean uh, as prisoners or as in guards? Both, like just everyone. Yeah. Just it was just very well, clear. There were a lot of British people running around for a hundred years. That's true. But yeah. I'm just saying oh, well, you got me in this prison, didn't it? The the I casting remember. the casting very clearly was Asian enough. Well, especially for the background. Speaking of the casting from the black perspective, um, this may have just jumped out to the black viewers like myself, but they cast so many bald black guys in this movie that it became <laughs> there were scenes where I'm like, which bald black guy is this? <laughs> Wait, who who's oh, oh okay. It was I mean, it was notable like 
there's a lot of shiny heads in these scenes. <laughs> well, how do you telegraph that someone is really tough if they don't have a shiny bald head? Shiny bald head and like the largest gold earrings you've ever seen. Yes, there was a lot of big earrings. Yeah, a lot of oversized tracksuits. I'm surprised I didn't see any Kango. Oh, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, Delroy Lindo's suit is so I, funny. I, you know, I was like, I could see Jessica wearing this suit, <laughs> unironically. How dare you? His Steve Harvey suit? Yes. There's a okay. Uh, but before before his suit. escape, Jetly uh, learns about the death of whoever the triad person was. We later find out it's his brother. It doesn't really matter. Um, and he hatches a plan which involves getting taken to solitary, which apparently in this prison they hang you up by your foot and then the largest ma- the guard in the prison just beats you up yeah um and so there's like a little pretty well done fight sequence yeah. where he's chain fighting them basically as he's hanging upside down mm-hmm. but then and that's uh, where we first see a mortal combat vision yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes and then he um the the keys to his uh leg shackles are dropped on the floor <laughs> and he uses his uh, hand shackles the chain to sweep up the the keys and they go flying and he catches it in his mouth yeah it cannot be stressed enough that Jet Li has the force in this yeah. movie <laughs> okay like, but he actually had to catch the keys in his mouth Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. You're saying that yeah. was not a CG key jump into the right, mouth. Right, 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 that right. That was right. done in the day, baby. Yeah. Yeah. He because did it. The key, the CG in this movie is very evident. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's not it great, but it's like 2000. So yeah. yeah. It's of, the, of its yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jetly escapes. There's a, yeah, there's a little Cantonese to Mandarin guard on guard action, is what I wrote down. Just so bizarre. And then after Jetly escapes, uh, we have uh, uh, the other thing I was thinking about is this movie is. The one of the most pre 9 11 like <laughs> movies I've seen in a while. Oh, so. so the next scene takes place at the airport past security, but no oh, one yeah. has bought a ticket because they use the metal detectors for the two crime families to yeah. have like a meeting. Yeah. And also they went through the security just to have their meeting there like they uh, and they could just they just they didn't have to explain themselves at all it seemed like one of them still had a gun also (laughs) maybe that wasn't the case yeah it was it was very but then there's another later uh 9-11 or pre like 90s moment it's not doesn't have anything to do with 9-11 i guess um, but ba, 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 the families are in business together. We meet Aaliyah, who's a crime daughter who's working at some store. I There's also, a very contrived little dance number. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't. Yeah, it, you couldn't see it coming all the way. But I will say I didn't remember Aaliyah being such a good actress. Like I didn't. I, I haven't seen the movie. This was her time. debut, too. This was yeah. her yeah. acting debut. She was great. Yeah, she was great yeah. In this. yeah. I mean, I think we can just jump to one opinion. She was acting circles around Jet Li. Oh, yeah. Well, Andrew. Yes? I don't like that. Really? Because <laughs> you know what? Jet Li, when he did his scenes in Mandarin, fantastic That's acting. true. That's true. He yeah. does not like speaking English. Yes, it's very yes. clear. <laughs> uh, but the scenes where he had to act in Mandarin, great acting. <sighs> the, their chemistry was... And just because you grew up in Michigan... Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I gotta check... I, I'm gonna check... You guys vamp or move the plot along. I gotta check out the will, back of the I'm just gonna do the point where I start jumping ahead to stuff to, like... I have maybe, and I use the word loosely, two favorite racist scenes in this movie. <laughs> Because they're so they're so cartoonishly racist that it seems like it would be out of like South Park or something. But like his first like real fight scene with like um, Anthony Anderson and his like crew of, of of guys. He like there's at one point where he 
takes the sagging pants of a black guy and takes his belt off and he takes his pants off and then wraps his belt around the leg. And the guy is wearing a comically shiny thong speedo. Yes, yes. Uh, that uh, was tied with, we'll get to it later, but the the uh, Jet Li hosing down black people in the <laughs> warehouse. Well, bit. see, that's how you know it was directed and written by exclusively white men. Oh, 1,000%. Legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Okay, should we move back to the little dance number? Oh wait, uh, oh, I do want to say the soft girls. Um, a lot of oh yes, the report a from the lot room. of com- compliments on uh, Aaliyah's makeup. Um, yeah. everyone oh, yeah. everyone thought it was really beautifully done, especially since in that era it yeah. was like a very bad makeup era yeah. where you would have like. You would expect like pencil pencil thin eyebrows, right. like um, <laughs> frosted makeup, both like frosted pastelli eye makeup and lip color, and like she looked so great. Everything like you could do her makeup exactly the same way today, and it yeah. would look right. I was wondering if she brought her own team. That was the speculation. Yeah. That was the speculation that she that right. she did, and um, she uh, yeah. So everybody thought she looked fantastic. And um, and then, oh, also the girls were all very taken by um, by Jet Li. Really? Yeah. Yes. I, I watched oh. the movie, they I'm thought like, he was very cute and charming. Damn. Yeah, he's very handsome in this movie. Yeah. I, I've already I think I said it before we started recording, but there's a moment where he like goes to the club to be cool and black. And he like just has a hat on backwards. I was like, oh, I get it. I see. I, I literally, it, it, it says we're jumping ahead. I, at that scene, I wrote out he looks like a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, continuing. Emirations of yeah. America, you know who your enemy is now. For, for, the, for, <laughs> uh, for the soft girls, how many people ha- were watching it for the first time? Um, I believe every single one. Okay. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. It's, I I was shocked. I feel like people have not seen. I, I think truly this movie so over indexes in my like consciousness because like every like bitter horrible like gen x millennial asian man is like don't you remember they don't even kiss at the end like i did announce it to the soft girls and um and everybody was shocked and then we waited till the end to the and they like we thought they were really cute together so it was to the point where like i was like oh did i misremember that you know (laughs) and then and then we were like oh they're they're not gonna kiss they just they just uh, tenderly hug hug. okay to be fair the reason it feels like a reshoot though is she touches his face in a way right before like i think if there was the the reshoot version of this is they just shot the hug everything else was the same okay if we could jump ahead and spoil the ending real quick um the soft girls and I did agree. It would be so wild for the first time they kiss to be literally seconds after he watches his dad yeah. shoot himself in the head. He just watches that commit suicide. Yeah. That is not the time for them to kiss for the first time. Yeah, I did think that too. Like he, he, he did just watch his dad. He should. He would be like, yeah, but you got it. It's Aaliyah, guys. <laughs> um, okay, we meet Anthony Anderson, who is 
not like in a different movie entirely, but he, I think he's, he's in Rush Hour 4. He's supposed to, yeah, he's like more Rush Hour 4 y in that he's like the comic relief. It's like fat joke central with him. Mm, a lot of racism jokes from him, too. Yeah, he gets all, yeah, he gets most of like the wackiness, but then wackiness, i.e., the bigotry. Yeah. Um, but also, it's like his like, his like intent swings like wildly through the movie from like kind of goofball to like trying to murder people with his hands, mm-hmm. like, and it goes back and forth. That's just classic male hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just very unstable. He's he's like very, very, very fucked up. Oh, everybody hated Anthony Anderson. Yeah, like the the across the board, all the soft girls hated him to the point where every single time he came on screen, like <laughs> multiple soft girls would just yell. I hope he dies in this scene. <laughs> I want him to die. I hate this man. He needs to go away. I, Everybody hated him. I will point out the way you're talking. It feels like this is a backdoor pilot for the Soft Girls podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're liking this vibe. Check out Soft Launch this, uh, <laughs> this spring. Yeah, this um, is the Soft Launch of yeah. the Soft Girls. Okay. Jet Li arrives in Oakland. Um, he buys a bunch like he goes to the hardware store and buys like the classic I'm gonna kidnap someone yeah. pack like a bunch of zip ties a drill Does and like some rope kinda um, because he, he then use there's there's a bunch of back the pacing of this is much uh, I think better than Rush Hour as in like yeah. it bounces back and forth between the two stories without long yes. ass pointless scenes yes, but, yeah, but the plot is indiscernible yeah, yeah. it's very it's so it was so hard for yeah. everyone to follow what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. It, w- it was like a, a vibe. Like yeah. the, the, me- <laughs> the mechanics of the plot, incomprehensible, but because of like the, like, I mean, I guess mostly the acting, like, and the, the just like the styling, it's just so clear who's the bad guy in every yeah. scene. I mean, I think you could have chopped 20, 30 off of this. And it would have made a little yeah. bit Yeah. Or, or if you just, they did just overcomplicated things. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Everything was overcomplicated. There's to, too many no, wrinkles. Yeah. Like, because after we finished watching it, like, I looked up the Wikipedia summary for it, and there was <laughs> so much backstory that I yeah. never knew. Basically, yeah. what happens is there's going to be a NFL team in, Oak, in Oakland slash yeah. San Francisco, maybe, and they are basically, the, the crime gangs are trying to buy up or acquire all the real estate that the stadium will be built on yeah. for this white guy who just is like, might as well be called like evil McWhite guy. Yeah. Like, like so basically <laughs> the, they, they want a waterfront stadium and the yeah. waterfront is controlled 50% by the Chinese gang, 50% by the black gang. Yeah. And they're classic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, and they're all, and they're, they're basically going, they're trying to get all the deeds to all of these properties to sell to the w- evil white guy. Yeah. 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 And okay, so a detail that I didn't um, that I didn't realize until I read the Wikipedia was that Jet Li is a ex cop. Yes, really. In there, Hong Kong, never mentioned. There, there's a there's never a teeny tiny. So there's a moment where Jet Li, in the first use of his clear kidnapping tools, mm. drills out the lock to the apartment that his uh, will find out his dead brother, the kid that got uh, the the triad that got killed in the opening scene. Um, Drills out the lock, even though presumably he would be like allowed to go in there. Yeah. Um, and there's like a real like exposition montage where like you see you see a picture of the two of them as yeah, 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 adults yeah. enough, and then you see a picture of Jet Li in a cop uniform, and then you have a flashback to the two of them floating on this basketball. Can I, can I be that honest? He finds. 
uh, I had put the the playback at one point twenty five by that point. Oh so my I god! Was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, How yeah. How dare you? Oh, it's just blazing. No, no, no. It was, it was, and did you do that uh, during any of the rush hours? I did not, but I... Oh, Andrew, interesting, I watched, interesting. I watched Rush Hour at 1.75x. Because <laughs> I was just like, I got it. I know. I get it. I understand. Yeah, well, as the clock was ticking, I was like, I didn't realize this movie was two hours long. So let me... Let so me basically, just... though, there's, there's a lot of back and forth and like table setting for this scheme. It goes back and forth. But basically... Um, Delroy Lindo and um, who plays the uh, triad boss? Um, uh, 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 you, so, uh, not not you. He was Master You in the. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, you know, all the all the triad leaders are going, or are the gang leaders are talking to the uh the evil white guy, and uh, okay, so that that all that table setting is done, and then we oh we haven't even brought up uh Aaliyah's brother in the movie yeah okay so okay. one thing that uh all the black members of the soft girls wanted to bring up were these two black siblings who are named Trish yes. and yeah. Colin O'Day <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it was so weird we were like because we were like was this originally written to be like the Irish mob or something and yeah. then they just didn't change the names. Feels like it has. Cody to Ziegler, be. have you ever met black siblings named Trish and Colin? I've not met. I'm, I know they exist. I, <laughs> I know. They I know exist. that there's a black Colin out there and a black Trish that exist together as a couple uh, as siblings. But like Trish, yeah, Trisha's short to Trish. I, I will say the Colin, uh, his performance felt like I loved. I wrote down Colin every time he opens his mouth. He has. Some real this motherfucker is gonna die energy. Well, that but he felt like he, you know when you watch like SVU and you see like this Juilliard train actor like, yes. pretend oh, to yeah, be yeah, like yeah. from the inner city. Like that's the energy I got. Particularly he was interacting with uh, with his father. It was like this is I don't know if this guy is like the right person to be cast yeah. in this movie. One one of the scenes that made uh, um, one of the girls lose her mind <laughs> was the scene where it just opens on Colin in his like apartment. And yes. It's just the back of his head, and he coughs for no reason <laughs> and they use that take because he's smoking weed and it's like why did you why did you use the take where he coughed so there was no weird. reason and then it cuts to his girlfriend who is um it cuts to his girlfriend who is prepared like rolling a joint and it looks like she's using CMOS like yeah. the prop master yeah. has never seen marijuana before in his entire life it and great. it was straight up she was picking apart CMOS it was awesome <laughs> yeah the the all his scenes are just like so melodramatic yeah, and yeah. like just like clear track it's like yeah he's gonna he's like talking like it they're really trying to drum up like emotion for when he dies yeah it is a lot of like all right i see where this was based off romeo and juliet but we could have trimmed yeah we could have cut out a couple of these um these characters. oh and somewhere in all this mess um alia meets jet lee because he steals a cab and she jumps in a cab because she's trying to escape anthony anderson oh which is the second 90s moment because she escapes anthony anderson because he is listening to a dmx cd on at a record store yeah, yeah. on the like wall oh, CD yes. player while harassing another woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like literally, I was like, "Oh, a person watching this today, a kid, would not understand." Yeah, what this is fucking this is from a, about what's this was like here. an alien world. Yeah, I, I, I as I was watching that, I was like, "Oh, well, we used to do that." I forgot. Yeah, we used to do that. So it was yeah. just like a 
six usually at the record store, like a six or eight disc CD changer on the wall yeah. with like the the, the most popular, popular movie, and yeah. you could just stand at the wall and listen to it on a corded and, headphone. Yeah, use a headphone or, that a million people have used and yeah. not wiped in between, yeah. and you just stood there and you know and vibed. Yeah. <laughs> and they really went out of their way to make Anthony Anderson, and you know he also went out of his way to make his character so unlikable because like literally every time you see him he's saying something like stupid or sexist or racist yeah. he's like harassing women or he's got a string of pizza cheese hanging out of his mouth yeah, he is he is a cartoon <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like, kind of like like a like a bigoted yogi bear sort of vibe yeah. going on like it's i mean like really I, weird if you told me there's a beat where he slipped on a banana pill like i would have yeah, yeah. <laughs> he also told her the pizza was like vegan or vegetarian and it had it was a pepperoni pizza <laughs> He's, you know, Anthony Anderson. Yeah, when he starts riffing, you leave it in. Um, <laughs> let's see. Okay, so there's all this cabbie stuff. Uh, Isaiah Washington plays the like um, black version of the clearly evil gang yeah. side. Yeah, he's the black version of Russell Wong. Yeah, yeah. Tiny glasses. Yeah, same Orange trench coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very funny how they were like, let's parallel both of these. Like, they each had a sibling who yeah. was killed. Yeah, like you know, because of the drug war, they each had like a dad who basically acted the exact same way, <laughs> culturally respective. You know, yeah. and then they each had a number two who was like the evil guy that like, like so obviously yeah. evil. Can we talk? About, <laughs> yes. Can we talk about my favorite scene with him, please? It's the crab interrogation. Oh scene. my god! I wrote, oh yes, I wrote that's crab. Right. Okay, yeah. Let me see. Is there anything? Yeah, there's just a bunch of back and forth. This is the complicated part was too much shit. Okay, so basically when it starts becoming clear that the um the evil like enforcers are taking over, yes, please. There's a well, there's crab just, scene. Yeah, there's a scene like I I again the movie's on one point twenty five speech. I'm like, who is this random guy? Do I know who this crab boat person is? Like, did he have backstory? But no, nope. he holds him up to get the deed, whatever. But like he does a bit where he pulls out a gun and he dunks his head into a live crab not even a tank a holding bin yeah and like it's supposed to be very threatening but the crabs aren't really like I mean, agitated yeah. that much funny things about crabs in the barrel they can't climb out and they don't want to stay in i guess they're strange like that huh yeah some brothers strange like that too you know what i mean as soon as one of us move up a crab motherfucker like itself pulls us right back down yeah 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 but let me tell you something now i know this place must seem like a piece of shit to a guy like you but that's still my piece of shit. And I ain't selling. I got work to do. But let's look at it another way. You got two choices. You either sign us over the deed, or I can blow your motherfucking head off and leave you right here with the rest of these crabs. Now, which is it? Hmm? Hmm? Yeah, yeah, okay! I hear you! All right! I'll do it! What? I said I'd do it, man. It's for your role. Yeah, and he keeps having to like try to agitate the crabs yeah. with a gun, and it's like, why don't you just put the gun to his head? Yeah. That's scarier yeah. than a, I'd rather get pinched by a crab than yeah. shot in the head. Yeah. Ouchie, ouchie, you know. You now, don't a get... question for you two, uh, oh. part of the the crab gang. Um, oh, sure. How do those crabs look to you? Like, ooh, I mean, would they you... were alive crabs. Yeah, they were yeah. clearly alive crabs. They were yeah. dungeonous. So, would you throw them in a pot? Or what I'm saying is like, oh, I'd steam oh, them. Yeah, yeah. You gotta steam them, but. I don't know if there's that much. This is my crab fact check is I don't think like there is Dungeness up in San Francisco, but it's mostly like a Seattle. But this was clearly Portland shot in kind of, Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, a, yeah. it's a Pacific Northwest kind yeah. of, kind of deal. 
Um, we're we're jumping around a little bit. Um, yeah. Why is everyone evil dressed like they're in the Matrix? Um, they say the blacks yeah. a decent amount in yeah. this movie. Yeah, which, just like we all do, right, guys? What? Jessica, no. <laughs> um, it is. I mean, it's racist, but less. It's I mean, clearly the not what was it. Also, pretty accurate on the Asians. Parts. I know that's like exactly how my parents <laughs> fucking talk. Um. Oh yes, and then the football scene happens. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, one of the crazier scenes, like, uh, oh no, there, sorry, there's a, well, there's a previous scene where the zip ties come out where the, uh, Jet Li fights Anthony Anderson and some goons. Oh yeah, we covered the, the alley. he takes out the guy's sagging pants. Oh yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. sorry about that. Okay, I was oh, no, too busy just... looking at the mac and cheese. Anyway, so, uh, Jet Li visits Aaliyah in the park where all of her like father's gang enforcers are playing tackle football in yeah. like a children's park. Yeah. It also, by the way, like it took all of us girls so long before we realized they weren't playing basketball. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a odd you thing. Yeah. <laughs> that feels like you had too much desert uh, in Bible Bowls. <laughs> Um, it was also very fun watching the uh, children extras like pretend to eat the ice cream that was clearly mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so there, but there's a scene, and this is another one of those tonal moments because it's like these people tried to kill each other, like you yeah. know, a scene earlier. Yeah. yeah, and now they're playing football, which Aaliyah encourages Jet Li to do. Yeah. But because I think because she thinks it's funny. I mean, ultimately, the scene serves like he impresses her for the first time. Well, and then you get some action too, like the yeah, some more it, wire work. But yeah. it's just very weird. Yeah, it's just like a very yes. like. Well, and also like we were all like Anthony Anderson, like this man destroyed you and all of your boys the last time you saw him, and now you're just like, okay, let's play football, and we'll yeah. show you now that there are football rules. Yeah, it's yeah, and it basically they they punch they sucker punch him I guess sort of or sucker tackle him a couple times yeah and then he proceeds to violently beat the shit, <laughs> beat the yeah, shit out yeah, of these like, men who are nominally playing football yeah. in front of like a dozen children yeah <laughs> it's such a weird scene it's very weird but it's, you know what I do believe it is what uh several white men consider like yeah, a, yeah. a a realistic yeah funny yes, <laughs> character yeah. building scene yeah. yeah I just wrote this scene is insane um, Aaliyah is loving it. Oh, okay. Pause for trick or treaters. Um, and then after the football scene, as the football scene is wrapping up, um, uh, Jet Li calls one of the kids brother, and it is it's that's my uh, <laughs> that's is that one of your favorite racist scenes? <laughs> uh, no, I missed that because it was on one point twenty five. I, I gotta admit, uh, when, when he says it, it's it's not quite as bad as in Rush Hour three when Jackie Chan says Snoopy Dog, yeah, but yeah, it's it's on that same like ugh. yeah. Um, okay, we get we pass the weed scene. Um, Jet Li goes back to his brother's apartment, finds some shit in his brother's car, and this is where we start to get to the like the um the mystery of it he finds a list of addresses which you know are the addresses <laughs> this movie was so long it's so it's so <laughs> tedious so many things <laughs> happen um let's see yeah after Aaliyah's brother gets uh, brother colin gets killed they bond over having dead siblings gently and Aaliyah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and then it's kind of on. They're like, now they're they're going uh, to like track down the mystery. Yeah, 90 minutes in. Let's get this thing going. Yeah, it's so fucking like They go to the first address and they find a bunch of dead Chinese people oh, and yeah, some motorcyclists yeah. with like Uzis on them. Mm-hmm. There's a car chase and it turns out one of the uh, motorcycle assassins is a they say Chinese woman. She's clearly not. <laughs> uh, but an Asian woman. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and there's a beat, which was sort of plays into what we talked about with uh, our, Jackie Chan. Yeah. Our guess in uh, the Rush Hour movies was that Jackie Chan was like maybe contractually not, um, wouldn't have to like ever hit a woman. Because oh. they go to tortured lengths to have him never punch Zhang Ziyi. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Like, it doesn't actually make sense. They have to, like, move everyone to Wait, a different place. that wasn't Zhang Ziyi. In, in three. For sure, two. Oh, yeah. Or sorry, two. I was yeah. thinking, sorry, I was thinking of um, Romeo Must Die. I was like, what are you talking about? We just said she's not Chinese. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, it, yeah, I'm yeah. saying it's just like one of those things where, yeah, but yeah. so in uh, Romeo Must Die, he, the, when faced with a assassin who is a woman, he explicitly says, I will not hit a woman. Yeah. And then instead uses Aaliyah as sort of like a swing dance baseball bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it was a cool scene. I got his admit. That was, it was <laughs> just so, it's so like, um, weird yeah it's it's like kind of like a dance fight yeah i mean i I saw conceptually i think what they were trying to do uh was it executed who's to really say (laughs) um but i will say it this is when it this is also like 90 minutes in the movie where they bring back uh the x-ray vision yeah um thing so i was like wow they really waited to come back around on the use of that 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 device and they murder yeah they murder this woman and Aaliyah's like remarkably chill about it yeah, yeah. well, she, well, does, well like, I mean, she is the daughter of like a gang <laughs> yeah but her whole thing is she seems like she's trying to like not be in yes sure, sure but i you mean, think trish have got bodies <laughs> sure, sure, but sure she's like desensitized to it okay fine um Asian trish group. o'day yeah <laughs> uh we see the 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 triads um killing some rival triads and this is where the masks are off basically the plan is clearly yeah. like everyone is everyone is double and sometimes triple crossing each other <laughs> Um, they're playing some PS1 at the safe house um, with Aaliyah and Delroy Lindo. Um, let's see. Okay. They get the white guy. They go to DMX's casino, which yeah. is the final piece in the nefarious scheme. They need. Which is also the, the club, the from, club the from the beginning. Yeah. And also, though, it's been several days later. Uh, I would bet money if you paused it. I just kind of had a sense. I recognized a few. It seems they shot like, on the same day because I recognized an extra that like yeah. He looks like he kind of looks like Boots Riley. It's <laughs> it, listen. There's every chance it simply was Boots <laughs> Riley. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, DMX just has a club where it just so happens that uh, you know a week later every single person is the wearing identical the same human being yeah. wearing the same clothes. Yeah. Um, but they go in, they murder DMX and steal his club. Also, the nice thing about this movie is it kind of like lets um, real estate operate on a finder's keeper level as far as like <laughs> the deed goes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It is weird. <laughs> like you could quite simply snatch a deed out yeah, of someone's yeah. hand and now it, you own the place. They're treated like bearer bonds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's like, this is not... Was there a moment where like he's in a helicopter and like the deeds fall out of yes. his hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do act like it's bearer bonds where like you can't get it back. It's not in public record. Yeah, like yeah. if this piece of paper is gone, it's gone. Yeah. Like, so there's okay. Um that basically yeah, so there's a bunch of shootouts. Everyone betrays each other. 
um, the white guy. Oh, the one thing that I d- remembered remembering from when I first saw it is when they finally get a shoot shootout in front of the white guy. Um, the white guy's bodyguard has oh, an, that fucking an M16 built into his briefcase. <laughs> that was pretty great. Which is unbelievable. When yeah. I say I keep that thing on me, that's what I mean. <laughs> it made me scream. I was like, that is fucking amazing. Um, the main white guy takes the deeds. And yeah, so there's there's a um, so basically it works out because I think they they were trying to really not have people of other races kill each other. Um, yeah, Aaliyah shoots Isaiah Washington, and then Jet Li goes to go fight. Um, I what's completely his name? I f- f- completely forgot about Russell's character, so I was like, oh, the movie's over, and like, oh wait, <laughs> yeah, Bruce Lee or Jet Li has to fight now. Yeah, so then we have we go to a full on. Mortal Kombat scene, yeah. shot like Mortal Kombat. The stage is on yeah. fire. Everything's on fucking fire. Um, and they they have a fight that is not my favorite fight. I yeah, think. I feel it felt like they lost steam by then. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it was tacked on. Like we got to have one final. Maybe fight. they also forgot about Russell Wong, and they were like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Well, it really just like keeps on like, yeah, it, it's but yeah. and then there's the fucking dad. It's just and like, then he goes and confronts. Dad, yeah. He has to go confront his dad, yeah. and of course, like classic, uh, what Hollywood always puts on Asian characters, which is <laughs> they have a good the, honor because of honor. <laughs> the dad choose elects to kill himself, and That's Jet Li clearly knows that because he's like. Because he doesn't kill his dad and he gives him the gun and is like, yeah, I'm going to basically let you decide how you want to do this, knowing obviously it's going to be because of the honor. Uh, all, he's going to kill himself. All, all the Rush Hour franchise and uh, Romeo Must Die is very heavy on technically our Chinese lead did not murder, like commit murder at the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like technically, yeah. all he did was like threaten his dad and and slide like and yeah. basically like both the honor and the like everyone else is going to try to murder you and just slides a gun yeah, across yeah. the table yeah him. it's the, he basically like a gamer said kill yourself yeah yeah yeah, yeah kys and then yes and then he and then he walks away and his dad he it's hears the so gunshot intense. where his dad yeah. shoots himself in the head he, he smiles a little bit yeah. doesn't flinch he's just like there it is yeah. you know and then w- walks out to meet Aaliyah where yeah. I think everyone will agree would have been in appropriate for them to kiss for the first that's time. wow you're really <laughs> <laughs> they should have kissed earlier they yeah. should have kissed they should have yeah. been kissed they should have kissed at the club when they danced together yeah they should have been oh, smooching it, yeah. or they should have kissed ABS. when he, he sneaks into her room in the safe house yeah it, yeah yeah, yeah but that, that's less sexy when they were yeah. dancing in the club that was very cute yeah yeah okay and that's when they should they should have been kissing like those two women in the opening scene. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, a, she should have pulled up Jet Li's shirt. That's yeah, a kiss and, and showed his showed his nipple. Yeah, yeah. Um I th- oh, do you think the only other thing is the the final use of the Mortal Kombat thing is by far the most insane one um because it's when Jet Li um they both do a wire work jump but Jet yeah. Li jumps higher than Russell Wong and kicks him on the top of his head and then we go into um x-ray vision Mm -hmm. where his skull and all of the bones in his spinal column do a sort of billiard like a trick billiard shot one smashing (laughs) into the other yeah he apparently smashes his skull and his entire spine yeah yeah every vertebrae (laughs) it does go from the head to his like ass bone (laughs) it is very mortal combat yeah Yeah. so yeah it's it's one of the most uh kind of horrible things to think about that I guess could never really happen. It's Yeah, it was their equivalent of it. Was it Sub-Zero who would like then like pull out your spine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd yeah, freeze yeah. you and then rip you out. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what it was. That was We're, this world's version. So this is the end of the movie, but like 
were you an Aaliyah fan, like musical, musical, musically? Yes. When you- oh, oh, we should talk about the song. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the best songs ever yeah. she did for this movie. Yeah. My, my last note literally is uh, this theme song uh, slaps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was, that was Romeo must die. Yeah. Romeo must die. It was honestly of these movies, the the three rush hour movies. I think it's the best. What? What? I, 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 this is something I've Regular been Rush Hour 1 is better? I'd say... It's certainly better than Rush Hour 2 and 3. Rush Hour 1, structurally, to me, is like, this is a, I would dare say, very well-written that's, movie. That's well, true. Yeah, you understand the plot. You understand yeah. what's yeah. happening. You understand every character's dynamic. Like, yeah. it's not a incomprehensible mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would say this movie is incom- nigh incomprehensible. Yes, that's uh, true. I will say the performances mostly are higher quality. Uh, yeah, across the board. Yeah, the acting is definitely better than yeah. any of the Rush Hour. Uh, I'd say fight scenes. I like this kind of fight scene yeah. more than I apparent. I'm realizing having watched all these movies back to back. I I Wait, like you like this wirework mm-hmm. stuff better than Jackie Chan's like practical stunts. Well, in Rush Hour, yes. They're they're a little lackluster in Rush Hour. I'm just, just not out there. Like compared to his other body. Of Once work. again, Asian men of the world, <laughs> you know who your enemy is. <laughs> it's me. And apparently DMX yeah. from time to time. <laughs> okay. So we had to take a quick break to get a wee bit of uh kimchi spam mac and cheese served. I hate to say it because I love being a hater, but it's delicious. Yeah, it's it's okay. So uh, the texture is just like straight fucked. Like something something went wrong texture wise. Yes. Actually, you know what? I wonder if maybe the recipe works. It's just that I didn't adapt it or consider the fact that kimchi is like pretty acidic. (laughs) Yeah, because it basically uh, made the cheese curdle. Yeah. But it didn't affect the flavor. It and tastes so, really good. I'm yeah, it tastes my second really, bowl really right good. Now. Yeah. Okay, Jessica. Yes. This is we end the show by rating the movie and the food, and trying to decide whether this brought Asian and Black people closer together or divided us like two houses divided of equal two, two of, of equal of equal. Yes. I can't remember that. Sure. Two houses of equal stature torn apart and old whatever. I think culturally, for the time, I think this movie did bring Asian people and black people closer together. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it, it was, yeah, I guess ultimately, it, it, especially like considering they had a sequel just based on the cast. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a, a, like a real sequel. So yeah, I think it was like DMX and Jet Li should be in something. Yeah. But in terms of this room of Asian people and black people. Well, that's the thing. The further wedge, though. Um, it's less to do with, I think, black folks specifically, but this this one, this movie truly drove an Asian wedge between you and me. <laughs> yeah, well, and Asian men in general to be fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so I think for that reason, this was a, a, a this was real, divisive, real divisive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the food I give. Oh no, we have a sister. Oh. We'll, we'll go through the movie. Oh. Uh, we'll rate the action. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. What do we we rate the action in terms of uh, out of five? Uh, how many out of five crabs? How, uh, how what would you rate the action in this movie? Action. Yeah. Solid four. Four, four out of five crabs. Four out of five crabs. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would do the same. 
I love wire work. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Yeah, oh, I, wow. I love, hmm. I thought this action was great. Andrew desperately trying to win back Asian men. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Thirsty. It's not good on you, Andrew. Uh, I, guess, I guess for Rush Hour, it was rate the comedy. Um, yeah, there's no, there's no, there's very little intentional comedy besides yeah. just comedy Anthony Anderson. zero. It's just, yeah, yeah. it's just Anthony, the Anthony Anderson show. Yeah, yeah uh, I will say, um, if we're Let's doing see, rate, what rate that? Why don't we rate the chemistry? Oh, um, out of uh, out of uh, out of out of five zip ties from a, a convenient from a, a hardware store, five Jet Li zip ties. How many do you give it? I give it. Mm, 3.75 zip ties wow yeah <laughs> pretty positive yeah because i think because Aaliyah was so charming yeah and jetly also i think he was he was very cute mm-hmm. uh-huh. and um and i i mean look i i think it's kind of unfair because the language barrier definitely like right made it a little bit harder but I think they worked well together like especially that club dance scene like yeah. it really tugged Tugged at everyone's heartstrings. Yeah, right. I, um, I Maybe, wish they, yeah. No, go sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I wish they would have let them cook. Like I, I wish they would let them like, actually do the. Like, well, I, I mean, clearly through. they like both. Yeah, you know, right? You're, you're right, Gao. Too. It's like when Jet Li doesn't have to talk, his physical chemistry is really like both the yeah. the um, the club dance scene and the um, swing dance uh, motorcycle murder. Yeah. Yeah, great like, chemistry. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I guess there is something there that like. Yeah, I'd give them three and a half. Yeah, I guess on the yeah, uh, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do three. You know, this guy, <laughs> this fucking guy. I think even America decided. Well, racist ass America decided they had no chemistry together. <laughs> uh, but racist ass America decided that um, the real chemistry was uh, DMX and Jet Li. Maybe racist ass America thought they were they had too much chemistry and was yeah, scared. They were Damn. afraid that what would happen. Right. Yeah. Um, it was too powerful. Yeah. And then okay, so out of uh cringe, let's see, out of uh, how many briefcase M16s, out of five briefcase M16s, which again, the coolest thing like, I've ever seen in my life. Pretty pretty close to five, honestly. Yeah. Like right. d- horrific dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. So much like <laughs> so many cultural faux pas. Yeah. Like just truly wild. Yeah. I mean, even based off that opening Amazing yeah. Grace line, really oh my God. for a loop. Yeah, I'm, we haven't even gotten into the fire hosing of a room full of black people. <laughs> the fire hose fight scene was oh yeah, that wins the award for the um the do you understand the words that are coming out of our mouths? Ignorance, breathtakingly ignorant award for this yeah. movie. It was the most shocking thing I've ever seen. Yeah, not. But come yeah, on. I'm, I'm going to say five. I mean, a solid five for the hosing. I feel like I can't give it a five because you of, love the hosing because of Rush Hour. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of Rush Hour three. I'm trying to remember what I said for Rush Hour three, and I think it's comparable. Uh, yeah, I. I I mean, yeah. I guess I'm just trying to be consistent uh-huh. with my reviews, yeah. and I don't think I gave. I don't think I've given anything a five. So I just feel like my answer is whatever the fuck I said for Rush Hour Three. It's about okay. the same. Wow, a, a podcast man of integrity. Yeah. Um, and then we've mostly done the uh, the dish review. This one, I think, um, this dish, like this, the idea for this dish is doable. And. Like kimchi, spam, macaroni, and cheese. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a good combination. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. I I would have liked ham. Well, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> <Jessica>. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was trying to go a little more Korean-ish, I guess. You know, some pancetta would have been great. Oh, mm. Jessica, wrong culture. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Um, dish the- for me, yeah. I mean, I, I, like I said, like I really enjoyed the dish. I would eat it again. Um, uh, if you had, you know, if I would have brought my Tupperware, I would definitely snuck one out for me to go with. Oh. Um, I, the, I, and this is, I think, the, I mean, this is great, but I saw the coleslaw is what I really want to yeah. put on a sandwich. Um, okay. Yeah. My my note would be, um, please provide a fried chicken sandwich with the coleslaw next yeah. time. Oh, yeah. I, knew, I knew I forgot something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, was, that was dumb. It's, I mean, this is a sort of a tangent that make it cut, but like, did we ever do our fried chicken sandwich challenge? No, no we never we did. We still should. All right. Again, we're just pitching backdoor pilots left and right, Earwolf. So... <laughs> If you want to hear the fried chicken uh, challenge, I guess write in to your local <laughs> to earwolf. Your local congressman, Matt Apodaca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to bleep that, isn't he? Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, so do we think this experience set set the uh, black, black and Asian communities back or strength strengthened what we got going on? Oh, wait. We already said yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah. The, the food. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Do we think the food... Is is this an opportunity to improve things between black? Yeah, and yeah, Asian yeah. Alex? We're we're reaching across the aisle. With yeah, this yeah, dish. yeah, yeah. Like the blood's holding up the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> our our go to. This is the fear <laughs> that this is what li- this speech that liberals want. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're terrified. Their this is how they're terrified of all the flavor and seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jessica, thank you so much for for being here uh, at your In own my house. house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thank you for not refusing us entry to your home. <laughs> no. We appreciate it. Um, is there anything you want people to check out or you got any plugs you got you, you like people to enjoy? Hell no. I want everyone to enjoy a Garfield comic. Oh, yeah. We, we I feel like our Garfield love has sort of dropped off in the yeah. in the group chat. Oh, hey, fuck. man, two, two out of three. Everyone, of here. You were... everyone here is dressed in Garfield except for your ass. No yeah. one told me. Well, it's well, I don't have about to the say love anything because we yeah, just live you just it. Know. Oh, live wow. Life. So really what, life. what has divided the black people and the the <laughs> Asian people in this room is the love of Gar is yeah. loyalty to Garfield. As usual, Davis, as Jeff? usual, it's a white man. Yeah. I assume it's Jim, Jim Davis. Jim Davis. Whatever. What close. The fuck? I got close. I got close. <laughs> um, well, this is going well. Uh, <laughs> I'm Andrew T. I don't know. Ziggler. Yeah. And my Andrew T. We should, no, we got to sound enthusiastic. Yeah. yeah. I'm Andrew T. Thanks for listening. Check me out. My podcast, other podcast is called Yo's is Racist and Andrew T on all the socials. Yes. I do not use social media outside of Instagram. So that, but check out uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Read oh, yeah. that. Rick and Morty season seven. That's out. Cut the check. Do you understand the words coming out of our mouths is produced by Andrew T. Cody Ziggler and Earwolf. Our producer is Matt Apodaca. He's right here. And our engineer is Alex Gonzalez. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you made it all the way to the end, you're a beautiful person. If you're not hearing this voice, go to hell. Earwolf Presents is produced by Earwolf, Amelia Chapelo, and Cody Fisher. And of course, podcast daddy Colin Anderson himself. The Earwolf Presents series is hosted by the one and only myself, Jaquise Neal. And our theme music was engineered and sung 
by the amazing Jordan Duffy. Special thanks and shout-outs to Jeff Gross and Aaron Nestor. And for more information on Earwolf Presents, visit Earwolf.com and follow us at Earwolf on all social platforms. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.